Hi, my name is Caitlin Comstock and I am a junior in high school and I do NCTC as dual credit to get some credits for college. And for my NCTC composition class, we have been reading the book 10 Arguments to Delete Your Social Media Right Now by Jaron Lanier. Um, this book basically talks about why you should delete your social media, all the negative aspects of it and how it's negatively impacting your mental health and how it's also negatively impacting economics and politics and just so many other things. But for this book, we've had the project of creatively discussing one of the arguments. And so for my project, we've been discussing argument three, which basically says that social media makes you into a jerk. He uses more colorful language, but we decided to go the more PG route, especially considering I interview an 11-year-old. But um, essentially for my project, I decided to interview five different people in five different age groups and kind of ask them their opinions on social media, um, ask them, do you think social media makes people into jerks? And then I also asked them a more targeted question for their age range. It was super interesting to get to hear um, a lot of different people from different you know, walks of life and hear what they think about social media and how it's impacted them. Um, and so I'll go ahead and answer that question as well. Um, do I think social media makes people into jerks? In a word, no. But I also think it has every capability to do so. Um, I think if people go into social media looking to find success, looking to find um, popularity or anything like that, you're going to really quickly turn into a jerk. Um, if you're looking to fight, if you're looking to find good political stances, if you're going into social media with anything other than, you know, the kind of lighthearted, I'm going to post pictures of my friends and family, or I'm going to catch up with people and, you know, that sort of thing, I think you're really quickly going to turn into a jerk if you're you know, going into social media to find something other than, you know, just a sweet, lighthearted community that social media offers. Um, I know in my own life, I've decided to uh, pretty much eliminate social media. I've taken it off of my phone and I just have it on my laptop so I can pop on if I want to see any specific pictures or anything like that. But I just know for me, it wasn't necessarily making me a jerk, but it was taking up time that social media didn't deserve. It was taking up too much of my free time and I'd find myself just wasting, um, you know, honestly hours a day scrolling through social media. And so I've decided to take that out of my life to an extent. Um, so no, I don't think it turns people into jerks in and of itself, but I think that getting onto social media, you're really quickly going to turn into a jerk if you're coming at it with the wrong perspectives and the wrong heart behind it. If you're trying to find your identity in social media, then it's just not going to go well. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for you to get to listen to my friends and family and different people in my life and hear their perspectives on social media. Some have the same perspectives, some have different perspectives, so I hope that you're able to tune in and enjoy and maybe even learn a little bit about what some different people think about social media. Today, I'm here with my grandfather and he's going to tell us a little bit about what he thinks about social media. Hi, my name is Jay Comstock, and as Caitlin's already said, I am related to her uh, by being her grandfather. So I have known her all of her life, and she has known me for a, the, the latter part of my life. Uh, my experience, uh, my age, about 74 right now, uh, birthday coming up. 
my experience with social media is very limited. I know more about it than actually uh, being a part of it. Uh, we have not been part of Facebook and some of the other things, but I am part of one social media group on a uh, platform called GroupMe. It is a, uh, uh, the, the group that I'm a part of is uh, folks that uh, uh, we're in a, a uh, group at church and we share things with uh, one another throughout the week. Uh, if uh, somebody is sick or uh, has a need, then we, uh, we share that back and forth. And uh, probably about 30 people in the group and it stays pretty active. Uh, I have found it to be very helpful and uh, very wholesome and very uplifting. Uh, probably because in part be the people who are a part of that group uh, are, are that way. So Papa, one of the arguments in the book that I'm reading says that social media inevitably turns everyone into a jerk. Do you think that's true? Well, I would not uh, phrase it quite that way, but it certainly can happen. Uh, I view it as something like power steering on an automobile. Uh, power steering does not make you a bad driver or a good driver, it simply amplifies uh, whatever you do as you turn the wheel of the car. Uh, and uh, in something of the same fashion, social media amplifies uh, what you are. All of us probably have a, uh, a little bit of a tendency at times to be a jerk, uh, to be uh, obnoxious and, and uh, selfish and not caring for others. Uh, and we have to watch that and, and uh, uh, control that, of course. Uh, but one of the things that happens in social media is that uh, uh, a sense of anonymity tends to come over and uh, our tendency to control ourselves and not be the jerks that uh, we might feel like, uh, uh, some of that tendency is, is lost uh, because uh, we start responding to the tool, that is whatever the social media group is, rather than the person that, uh, and we might not even know the person, uh, who is on the other side or, or, or part of that particular group. So we lose the sense of personhood uh, and we start uh, focusing on the tool, whatever the social media uh, platform is, and uh, that amplifies where we are. So uh, I, I would say uh, it is a strong temptation to become more of a jerk uh, through social media than what we other uh, what we might otherwise. If we're sitting down face to face with that person or with that group of people, uh, and we really cared about people, we would respond very nicely. Uh, but the anonymity uh, tends to break down that sense of of self self restraint that we should have. For sure, yeah. So what advice would you give to the next generation and younger people in regards to navigating social media and technology? Uh, look at, the, at all the various uh, social media platforms as simply tools in a toolbox and ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish? Uh, if it's, for instance, the group that uh, I'm a part of, it's uh, a matter of sharing with one another what's going on in our lives so that we can uh, uh, reach out and care for one another uh, between times we meet on Sunday. Uh, and that is a good tool for us. But always remember on the other side of that platform are people, people made in the image of God, and we need to treat them with respect. Don't write anything in social media 
that you would not be willing to say to that person and uh, uh, face the consequences of what they might, might say in response. Uh, you are, are dealing with people. Uh, secondly, uh, whatever is written can be retrieved, especially on social media. And uh, we might uh, write something uh, uh, caustic about somebody, and, uh, but before send, sending it, uh, think back and, and wait a minute and say, now, if this came out five years from now, when I'm applying for, my, for a job, how would I explain it? I don't want, uh, because that has happened many, many times to people uh, in our culture right now. So uh, remember, when you're putting it in writing like that, it will likely come back to haunt you. Mm -hmm. So what you write, write with kindness and sensitivity. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us, Papa. Today, I'm here with my mom, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about her views of social media. So would you mind going ahead and introducing yourself? Hi, I'm Carrie Comstock, and like Caitlin said, I'm her mom. I'm 46 years old, and I'm a stay-at-home mom and a homeschooling mom. And I use both Instagram and Facebook. I first started using Facebook years ago when I was trying to locate a friend, and I didn't have any other way of getting in contact with her. And then I started using Instagram years later, when my kids started using it because I wanted to be able to monitor um, their activity on Instagram. And today I would say I probably use Instagram more than Facebook because Facebook um, has tended to kind of turn into a heated debate argument place sometimes. Um, but I really do enjoy being able to use social media mainly to keep up with friends and also to follow several accounts of authors I really like, like Lisa Terkist and Christine Kane. And so I think it can be a good platform. So in the book that I'm reading for school, um, it says that social media tends to turn people into jerks. Have you seen this? What do you think about that? <laughs> well, I don't think social media makes you a jerk. I think it reveals what is already inside of you. Um, there have actually been many times I've wanted to close my social media accounts because of all the negativity out there, but then someone will tell me that my posts encourage them or bring a bright spot into their day. So I think social media is one of those things that just reveals your true heart. Um, keyboard warriors may not say those hateful things to people's faces, but in reality, they're really thinking them. And so what they're posting on social media is in alignment with what's already in their hearts and their thoughts. Social media didn't cause that, it just revealed it. Um, yes, there's a lot of negative stuff out there, but you have to choose to filter that. And I think one thing that makes a difference is me as a 46 year old versus a younger person that may not have solidified their moral compass, they're going to be more easily dragged down or persuaded if they don't really know what they believe in or stand for. So that is one thing to take into consideration. Um, 
just age and overall filters that someone has in place. Um, I just think it comes down to discernment and parental involvement with your kids if you allow them to do that. But overall, for me as an adult, I just have to filter out a lot of stuff and step away from it. But for the people that are being jerks on social media, I don't think social media caused it. I just think it's revealed what's already inside. Yeah. So as a mom, how have you seen social media negatively or, impact, or positively impact you or your family? So for me personally, being a stay-at-home mom, it'd be very easy for me to isolate and focus entirely on my home and homeschooling my kids with everyone's busy schedules. But social media allows me time to quickly pop on five minutes here or there and connect with some friends when my schedule allows because I can't always squeeze in coffee dates. Um, and because of social media, I was able to connect with some friends that just recently had gone through some really hard times during the winter storms. And if it hadn't been for that avenue, I wouldn't have known that they were without power or water or heat. And so I was thankful for that connection. In addition, I read insightful and encouraging posts from some of my favorite authors and other targeted accounts I choose to follow. So I feel it bolsters me and um, can bring bright spots into my day. And my husband, nope, he's nothing on social media. He does have a LinkedIn account just because of work, but he doesn't understand the draw to it. Um, he just, he doesn't buy into social media at all. But he has seen the positive impact that I've had on some other people through, and so he does encourage that. Sometimes he even calls it my mission field. Um, for my kids, I think the hardest thing was knowing that with one click, they can go down a rabbit hole that we wouldn't want them to go down. But at some point, you just have to trust that you've instilled the values in them and trust them to make the right choices, but also know if there is a mess up, a misstep, that there's always redemption and grace. Um, something else just besides seeing things that they shouldn't see, my next biggest fear about social media is that the phone would just be tethered to them. Um, three out of my four kids have had social media at one point or another, and three of my four kids have taken it off their phone at one point or another, either for fasting or other reasons that they've chosen to do so. But overall, I think the kids have handled it fairly well, and they know we don't have phones at the table or dur during family time. And so they, they're navigating that well, knowing when they're physically with people to be engaged with those people and set the phones down. Is it perfect all the time? No. Um, but I think social media is one of those things that draws people into their phone and out of being with the people they're with. Um, but my kids, I think, have a fairly healthy balance with that. But I also know we need time to um, just, it's an outlet for them also. And so I realize that. And also it's an encouragement for them as I know they follow our church's 
social pages and other speakers and um, other encouraging things. So it can be good, it can be bad, but we just, it's part of our world right now and it's something we have to learn how to navigate. Well, thank you so much. Those are some very cool thoughts. Hi, so today I'm here with my sweet friend, Emma, and she's gonna talk to us a little bit about her views of social media. So would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Ooh. Well, hi guys. Uh, my name is Emma Sobosinski, and I have the insane honor of getting to serve as the high school girls director for Valley Creek Church here in Flower Mound, Texas. And uh, I'm 23 years old, and I just, I recently graduated from UNT with a bachelor's degree, essentially in education, um, and I get to use it in a pretty unique way nowadays. Um, but yeah, do you want me to talk a little bit more about no, myself? No, that's great, or? that's okay, great. Cool. So for the book that I'm reading, it says that uh, social media will turn people into jerks. Do you think mm -hmm. that's true, yes or no? Oh man, I don't know. It's, that's, I feel like that's such a black and white question for such a gray area, mm -hmm. you know, like, yes, it'll turn some people into jerks because they have suddenly this, this mask that they can sit behind and they can type out anything they want or they can say anything they want in the digital space and no one will know exactly who they are. They have essentially no repercussions for what they say because no one knows their heart no one mm -hmm. knows like them as a person um but on the other end like social media can also really help people become more compassionate because then you can see the trials of other people you can like you can see more clearly what other people walk through um whether it's the same thing that you're walking through or it's totally different so it's it's a gray area that I think can only really have a great answer. Yeah. Um, I know in my personal case, like, I don't think social media turned me into a jerk. It was more so a tool that I would use to try to stay connected to all the people that I've just come across in my life. Because moving from New York to Texas and then working at a summer camp in South Carolina and coming back to Texas and then going to a, a, a missionary school in Washington State. Like, I've met people from all over the country and I've traveled abroad and I've met people across, you know, the ocean as well. And so I use that, use social media as a tool to continue to pursue those people. Um, but I have seen that like social media is super addictive. It's like, it's designed to be addictive. And so I think if we let ourselves fall into that addiction, it can start to change you. It changes yeah. your mind, it changes your heart, changes your thought patterns. Um, and it definitely, I don't know, for people, for some people it's harder to, to work through that than it is for some others. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you think that social media is a more necessary tool in the workplace and then just staying connected or do you think you could survive fine without it? Well, so funny you asked that, Caitlin. <laughs> so I think it's been, I think, three weeks now that I haven't actually had any social media whatsoever. So for the past, oh my goodness, uh, maybe seven I, I did college five years, I think it was like two years prior to that or three years prior to that I got social media. <laughs> like, wow, I feel like I'm getting old at this point. <laughs> um, so I think for the past seven or eight years I've had an Instagram account 
um, and a Facebook. I got a Twitter somewhere in college and then deleted it after my first year of college because it was so toxic. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. Um, and three weeks ago, I actually um, didn't delete them, but I like removed myself from Facebook and Instagram. Um, so I like... I deleted Facebook off my phone, so I don't have the app anymore. And Instagram, I hid the app on my phone to where, like, I can't get to it. I mean, I could if I really wanted to, but I don't (laughs) want to. Um, Because I realized I was super addicted to them. Like, I would just mindlessly scroll on them. If I needed a brain break here at work, I would just pick up my phone and, like, start scrolling through Instagram and would get super nervous if, like, someone walked by. Oh, no, I shouldn't be on Instagram. So I'd close it out real fast. Like just became this really, really bad addiction that I was ashamed of. And I would notice like time would just slip away from me. Mm -hmm. I would wake up in the morning and I had time limits on my phone um, that like the apps wouldn't open up until 7 a.m. I get up around 6, 6.30 every morning and I'd find myself breaking the time lock well before seven o'clock just so I could lay in my bed and scroll through Instagram Mm -hmm. first thing in the morning. Like what? Like, the first thing I should be doing in the morning is, like, opening up the Word because that's you know, that's what I believe. That's my best armor to put on the Word of God. Um, and so I realized it was a super bad addiction, and the Lord spoke to me and said, get rid of it. You're done. Like, you're done for a season. I don't know how long I'm going to be without social media, but what I've come to realize through that is we use social media a lot here at church. I mean, I work with the next gen. Like, I literally work with middle schoolers and high schoolers, and y'all are all on social media. And it's great because it's a great tool. Like, when I was using Instagram, I could keep tabs on you guys. Like, I could see what y'all are posting, what you guys are, you know, choosing to share in the digital space. I would keep up with your parents because I would have them on Facebook. And it's super great. And so now that I'm not on it, I'm like, uh, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> like I, I even it was funny because Caitlin and I like she was there for an interaction on Sunday at church when I found out one of our friends had broken up with her boyfriend and was now dating a new guy and I was like wait what <laughs> I know that might not be something you post all the time on social media but I at least would have gotten a clue I just have realized with being without social media I don't get clued into all of those things as fast as I usually would it's another step of intentionality that I need to take to ask the girls, hey, what's going on with you? What's new in your life? And um, it's been a huge thing for me of like dealing with the FOMO, the fear of missing out of like, okay, what am I missing out on not being on social media? Like, have people messaged me? Have people invited me to things? And I'm just not, cause like I left Instagram and you know how some people like when they take Instagram detoxes, they like post on their story or on their feed or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm leaving Instagram for a couple months. Bye, text me. I I didn't do that and I wanted to do it but I knew that the Lord was saying do not do that because for my heart that's me trying to get more validation for what I'm Mm. doing and I don't need that validation I got that validation from the Lord speaking that over me and me being obedient to it Um, and so now I'm like oh my goodness wait are people like messaging me and I'm not responding to them am I being rude but I don't even know it (laughs) (laughs) it's like those are thoughts that are running through my head but it's all stuff that like I get to lean into and I'm like, no, this is what's best for me right now. Like this is healthy for my heart to break this addiction so that one day I can go back to social media and use it healthily because it is important. Like Mm -hmm. as much as people may rag on it, as much as it's like, you know, a tool that may 
be very addictive for some people, it's a good tool. Mm-hmm. Like it's, and that's what it should be. It shouldn't be your lifeline. It should literally just be a tool that we use to interact with people from across the world. We gain ideas from other people. We keep tabs on our friends. Like, you know, we comment fun things or whatever. Like you post about, you know, big life events. Um, so it, it is a really good tool. And I think it is like mildly necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm living proof that like, I've made it three weeks and I don't need it. I have a good friend, Zach, who he doesn't, he doesn't have it. He deleted it a couple years ago and he hasn't looked back since. And like people know, yeah, Zach's not on social media. So they text him to invite him to things or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so far I have let some of my friends know that I'm not on this. And so they do text me to invite me to things. Cause like, it's so easy. Like, yeah, Facebook invite this person, blah, blah, blah. But in our increasingly global community of believers, if you want to go the church route, but also like just the increasing, like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Just the increasing sharing of ideas across the whole globe. Mm -hmm. Social media is a great tool to do that. And so it is necessary, but it really should not be our lifeline. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. That was awesome. Yay. Okay, today I'm here with my friend, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what he thinks about social media. So do you go ahead and mind introducing yourself? Hello. uh, My name is Maddox Manning. I am 17 years old. I'm a junior at NCTC, which sounds weird because that's a college. So I'm doing the dual credit program there. Um, I am... Looking to graduate, I'm currently working, chilling out, not doing a whole lot, but it's a little different than regular school, but I get a cool perspective on school and social media since I've done both homeschool, private school, public school, and whatever NCTC counts as. Nice. So in the book we're reading, it says that social media tends to turn people into jerks. Do you agree with that? Have you seen that happen? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. I think that... I think the main problem with social media is that it's not in person. And so stuff like tone can't be properly shared. You know, like uh, even like me with my little brother, I'll say something and I don't mean it. But the way I say it with my tone makes him say it makes it be interpreted the wrong way. And so there's no proper context to anything in social media. If you look at the kind of cancel culture or anything like that, there's just no context possible and so hopefully there's a social media that comes out eventually where you can give proper context and there can be proper ways like that but as of right now no it's it's pretty fake and whenever things are fake things get interpreted wrong so people may come across as being a jerk but they don't mean to and so who knows what the consequences of that are right and then um do you think it's possible to have real like connection and friendships over social media or not I do. I think that that is, it's very possible. I think that there's a, there's a study that came out that I researched for my uh, English project as well. And it said that actually social media has led to more face-to-face interactions, which mm-hmm. is really interesting because since everybody is so easily accessible, that means that people can meet up. And so I think that it's a great first contact for people, but I think I don't think that there can be a lasting relationship over um social media that actually has depth i think that if their social media is used to meet with people or used to even the like facetime you know or used to have face-to-face conversations then i think that it's effective and i think that it's possible yeah. but without it then 
there's nowhere. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. That was great. Today, I'm here with my friend, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about what she thinks about social media. So do you mind going ahead and introducing yourself? Hello, I am Cameron McClendon. I am 11 years old and in the sixth grade. I have pets, I guess. <laughs> and um, I'm being interviewed. Yes. <laughs> um, Cameron, do you currently have social media of any sort? No, I do not. Okay, so in the book that I'm reading for school, it says that social media will turn people into jerks. So even though you don't have social media, have you seen this happen in anybody? Do you think it's possible for social media to turn people into jerks? Well, it depends what the person is viewing or watching. Because some people might be watching, like, what they, what they like, like, fun things, like uh, kitties. Mm-hmm. And other people might be watching stuff about, like, very, like, uh, opinion things, and they might disagree, and then, like, when their friend, like, doesn't, didn't, they, their friend doesn't know that they brought it up, and then they start arguing, and it could make them a jerk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, do any of your friends currently have social media? Um, yes, but they're starting to delete it because they have realized how bad it was. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, even for some that do still have it or have had it in the past, do you feel left out when you don't have social media? You can kind of feel left out, but like you also feel like you're free from the um, temptation of just watching whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. TikToks, for instance. You keep on watching it a lot and a lot. And um, Snapchat, people are on like... Like, if something pops up and we're watching some, and I and a friend are watching something on their phone, they'll, they'll go immediately to that social media, and then they'll just pop right back. Like, mm. Yeah. Um, so, Cameron, if you do someday get social media, or even in just regards to technology in general, how do you hope to navigate that in the future as you become a teenager and get older and older? I hope to, like, navigate it safely. And so that I don't get lost in what, and like, um, keep, how do you say it? Like, um, getting distracted. Yes. Getting distracted. Cause mm-hmm. most of my friends get really distracted in class and then we don't do our work and then we get bad grades. So yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much. That was awesome.